right, guys. How's it going out there today? Welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. Doing something a little bit different. Um, it's a little bit different. I was uh, talking to Chris the other day, or actually today, about um, past episodes that we had done. And, uh, you know, in the last show, I was telling you guys about the NWO and the Rothschilds, and I was going to dig deeper into the... Um, into you know everyone all the stuff that's going on lately and how i think it all correlates into to one whole situation um before i get into that, i want to get to our first sponsor real quick it is uh, redcon1.com great supplement company for your workouts yeah your pre-workout your post your uh protein shakes protein bars and uh, clothing and whatnot Check them out at the bottom of the podcast app you'll have the link down there make sure you use promo code t20cordimus Give them a look. Uh, great U.S. company based here out of Florida. Check them out and, uh, you know, buy something, man. You know, support a U.S. company. Won't, your stuff won't get stuck on a container ship. Anyway, um, so one of the episodes we did, this was back in June. Um, yeah, I think it was June 2nd. Um, it was called the uh, the Rothschilds and the NWO and... I, I, to be honest with you, I can't recall exactly what we had it titled, but the date was June 2nd. <clears throat> so I, I wanted to go back and listen to it myself. So I went on to uh, Apple Podcast to look at it, and uh, oddly enough, it's not there. If you if you are listening to this on Apple Podcast, you will see that it goes from you know show one to show 36, and then to 38, and then 38, 39, 4. Um, 37, show 37 was the show I'm talking about. Now, oddly enough, it is our most downloaded show. It's about a two hour, a little more than two hours long. So, um, I didn't want to repost the whole show because a lot of, you know, a good chunk of what we talked about wasn't necessarily current information. It was stuff that was happening at the time, but the back half of the show, which was about an hour, was about the Rothschilds and NWO and kind of putting the crossing the I's and dotting the T's or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I, I took that hour out and I'm, I'm going to bring that to you right now. Um, if you guys could give it a listen, cause what I'm working on is this show I actually had titled as a part one, I never actually did the part two. And with what we talked about in the last show, I'm kind of wanting to, do the part two now, even though it's, you know, four months later, you know, nonetheless, whatever, um, I want to give you guys a little refresher course. And if for whatever reason you want to go back and listen to that whole episode, uh, you're not going to find it on Apple. I, for whatever reason, I got knocked off of Apple. Um, very interesting in, in my opinion that it got knocked off of Apple, but if you're listening to us on Podbeam or Spotify or Amazon or Stitcher, uh, iHeart, it is on all those other apps. So even if you are a, a, a staunch um, Apple Podcast listener, maybe if you download one of those other apps, you can listen to it. But nonetheless, I just wanted to get the segment out to you guys so you could hear it. That way, whenever I when I do the next episode and I go into the part two of this, you'll understand where I'm coming from as far as my thought process and whatnot. So I didn't want you guys to be like, what the hell is this dude talking about? Cause like I said, that was a good four or five months ago that I did that last show. So at any rate, um, here is the, um, the, uh, the hour segment of that particular show. Um, I just figured you guys would want to, um, hear it. You know, like I said, that way you're up to date, you know, where we're at. And there's no um, <clears throat> there's no confusion there. So uh, I'm trying to figure out how I want to break this into it. Um, just bear with me here for a second. I'm gonna play a little a little uh, in between music, maybe. I'm sure it's gonna be loud, but uh, if it is, uh, sue me. <laughs> All right, there we go. Now I got it. Oh, now I got it. Now I got it. All right, so anyway, here it is. You, the, you'll hear me in the other voice. If you guys are new to the show, it'll be Chris. Um, so just uh, check it out. 
give it a listen and then i i don't know if i'm going to update the show tomorrow or if it'll be on monday because i'm still going over some information um but nonetheless be on the lookout for that but give this a listen to in the meantime and i will talk to you guys on the backside. thanks Some people would probably tell you that them trying trying out these different vaccines and whatnot in Africa was a way to do population control. Uh, if anyone's ever heard of the Guidestones, right? The Guidestones in Georgia say, what is it, five hundred? Yeah, five hundred million population of the world, right? What are we at? Seven, eight billion? So we're gonna have to eliminate, you know. Six and a half or whatever, seven and a half billion people. How do you do that? You're you're not going to be able to just go through and mass kill six point five billion people. It's not going to happen. You've got to. It's got to be a process, right? You've got to slowly get rid of these people. So how do you do it? Okay. So we've talked about during our two part series of the Great Reset, right? We talked about Agenda. What was it? Agenda twenty one, Event two hundred one, and what was the other one? Agenda, agenda 2030? Agenda 2030. So we talked about that, and that was different situations where the rich of the rich and people that you don't even know their names, like you know Bill Gates, you know uh, Bezos, you know even Soros, you know these people's names. We introduced a new name to you that no one's probably, a lot of people probably never heard of, right? And that was Klaus, uh, Klaus Schwab. Schwab, right? And he's another person that you know. He's a name that you know. Uh, but there's other names that you still don't know that that are richer than Bill Gates, that are richer than Jeff Bezos, right? You use a Bill Gates, for example, or a Jeff Bezos as a humanitarian thing, and these people are trying to do good by the world. Well, if the idea, like we, we were talking a while back about the Georgia Guidestones, and I was like, did we ever find out who who did this, right? And you said, I don't know, but the inscription at the bottom was BG, you know? And I was like, whoa, wait, what? I was like, really? So, no, it's not. It's Maybe. It's, do you know M- that? It's MG. Actually, I do know that. It was me. No. <laughs> it was a person. Okay, so... Back in 1932, no, when were the Guidestones done? Um, shit. I don't actually have that on here, but I, I'm going to split ball because I do know. It was 80-something, 80 89, I want to say. 80, 80, it was in the 80s. It was in the middle of the 80s. So if you find it real quick, just give me a date. Real quick. No pressure. Where, where's our Where's our Glenn Fry music? The heat is on. Chicka, chicka, chicka. Uh, heat is on. 1980. Hey. March 22nd, 1980. Hey, I was close. I said 89. 80s. You were, 80. You were 89. So, so what had happened was, if, are you have it on Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay, so 78, I want to say, 78, 79, he went to Georgia, bought land off of a farmer, gave him a couple grand for this plot of land. It's not like it's a shit ton of land. It's a couple acres, right? A couple hundred acres, right? Mm-hmm. Gave the guy a couple thousand dollars for this land. And also, the guy was kind of like, sure, but I'm going to still need to be able to raise my cattle on that land. And the, and the person, I know the name, so you don't even have to tell me the name, uh, said, sure, all we need to do is we're, we're going to build something here, but your ca- cattle can still graze on this land. He's like, cool. Give me the money. And it wasn't a shit ton of money. It was only like five grand, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this person who, okay, give me the name of the town. Because I know it's just a little pissant town in Georgia. Uh, damn it. It should be there. It's Elbert County, Georgia. Okay, so little, it's, there's no main city of any kind in this county. It's just literally a little Hick County town. 45 miles from Athens, Georgia. Right. So you're talking, it's not even, even Athens, that's college town. I mean, yeah. it's, so at any rate, the this guy, before I say his name, Bill Gates, I mean, before I tell you his name, no, he says, I'm going to, you know, do this. So he goes to a local uh, quarry that sells uh, granite, granite. Mm-hmm. stone, buys the stone, 
has it, you know, has all this stuff done. Uh, no one knows who he is. So it's his initials or his name that he went by was R.C. Christensen, right? Christian. Christian, okay. Okay. So there's no person, this person does not exist. There is no person named R.C. Christian. If you, to the point where they tried to do uh, facial, uh, you know, sketch artists and stuff, and they're like, this guy does not exist. He does. He obviously existed, right? But the name, they tried different combinations of the initials with the names, and this person doesn't exist. It was a made-up name. So then the conspiracy theories would come out and say, uh, R.C. was at Rosa Christians and, you know, the... Rosicrucians? Yeah, Rosicrucians. The, uh, you know, the cult, you know, whatever. So, in the town where this, where a lot of this had happened, there there, there was a bust of uh, FDR in this town that was up and, you know, whatever. So, one night, this bust got vandalized. Okay? So, then, they had to take it down. Well, someone donated money and donated a new bust of FDR. Mm-hmm. Well, then they put this bust up. It's actually still up in this town. And they people sit there and tell, look at this thing. It says, this looks nothing like FDR. But it does look like the guy that bought the land. Right. Right. FDR? <laughs> no, this RCC, whoever oh. he is. Uh, is the same one. I'm sorry. Uh, he's the same one that bought the new bust? That, no, no, no. They're not. They're, it just... Someone donated this bust, okay. but the 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 bust it looks more like the guy that bought it. Bought than it does the, FDR. That, yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. I got, I got what you're <laughs> At any rate, so point being is, hmm. going back to the Guidestones, I'm not saying that uh, no one knows who this guy is. He's just some some dude, whatever. And this happened 40 years ago, and it really hasn't been up until recently that more people are talking about these guide stones and they've been there for 40 years right. well did we did we when we, we did we talk about the guide stones did we not we on hit on it we didn't really go into it too deep but well i mean i've got i've got some of the inscriptions here okay and, and none of them are really that noteworthy i mean all of them sound like on the surface they all sound kind of like good ideas right and uh you know uh do not be a cancer on the earth leave room for nature Leave room for nature. Uh, prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Uh, balance personal rights with social duties. Uh, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Uh, we could go for some of that right now. So we know let, it wasn't a politician. That yeah, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Uh, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. I mean, all these things sound on the surface very good. But I want to point to number one and number two of mm-hmm. the list. And this right. is where we start on the list. Kill everybody. Oh. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Right. Okay. So we'll start there. That's the very first inscription on the line on the Georgia Guidestones. Right. So... Right off the bat, we're calling for uh, population depopulation. Control. Right. Number two. Well, guide. hold on. Before you go any further. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to look this up real quick. This is as of March of, of 2020. Okay. The world population was at 7.8 billion. billion. Mm-hmm. So you said 500 billion, right? 500 uh, million. Oh, 500 million. So yeah. sorry, 7.3 of you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, sorry about your luck. So now to 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 put it in in a different broad brush, like seven point eight billion, obviously is a lot of people, right? right. Five hundred million seems like a lot. The, the United seems States like a, of America has the, three three thirty three forty something like that. So almost the population of America. So it's not an America. I mean, I'm assuming it's not an America thing. So five hundred million worldwide yeah that's not we're not going to keep the 330 here in the u.s and yeah everybody else has to dwindle their numbers yeah so uh, china you're gonna have to kill everybody but 50 people you know you're talking 
500 million worldwide. That's a lot of people, which means, you know, three-fourths of America see you, mm-hmm. you know, three-fourths of this country see you. Mm-hmm. Just to put it in a broad, you know, are you one of the chosen ones? Probably not. Hey, wait. No, we're good. Oh, okay. That's okay. my uncle. That Oh, okay. oh shit. <laughs> I got my golden Cancel. ticket. I'll delete that. I'll delete that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So number two. So number two is guide reproduction wisely. Mm-hmm. Improving fitness and diversity. Okay. So that's why I wanted to talk about the guide stones. Okay. Okay. So number one, 500 million. Number two, control reproduction. Uh, reproduction right? Mm-hmm. So it brings us back to uh, Bill Gates, vaccines, covid Going into hour two of COVID, no. <laughs> vaccines, COVID, uh, not COVID, but vaccines, period. Uh, Gates controlling a lot of this stuff, uh, buying up farmland, soy produced um, meat, because you need protein. You need protein to live. Mm-hmm. Even vegans will tell you they have to eat protein. Mm-hmm. Like they and might they not. Their, well, they get their, their protein sources from beans. Right, and yeah. And, so and tofu, yeah. you know, that kind of bullshit. Right. You know, you're not going to eat a cow or a chicken or a plick. You're eating plicking. Plicking. You're eating plicking and plows. That's plows? plant cows. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> plicking and plows, baby. That's, <laughs> I got a restaurant idea right there. We call it plicking and plows, all soy all the time. Soy milk, soy chickens. Soy eggs. Soy boys. Soy boys. Soy girls. Anyway, anyway, back. See, it's literally, it's that bad, squirrel. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> uh, so the idea behind this is, so we talked about the vaccines. So vaccines, when the first came out for uh, COVID was, oh, we got to take care of the old people first, right? Because they're the most vulnerable. Okay. So we start doing that, whatever. Then we trickle it down. We go from whatever that age range was, down to 60, down to 50, down to 40, down to everybody. Right. You know. So I, I was talking to my wife about this, and, you know, she, she what's the word I want to use? She, uh, let's, you know, she allows us to do this show. She's kind of like, whatever, you're going to do a show. You know, haha, whatever, it's cool. Um, but she doesn't, in all honesty, at least your wife listens to the show. My wife really doesn't listen to the show. Right. So I was telling her the other day, we were talking about this and I was, when I was looking up stuff on the guidestones and whatnot, and I was going into a conversation about this, she goes, what do you think that all means? I said, well, think about it like this. You can't sit there and say, okay, the population, let's assume 500 million is the number that they're going for. Let's even say it's a billion. Right. Okay. You're not going to sit there and say, okay, we've got to wipe out 7 billion people off of this earth. You're not going to do that. Right. Because then it would be obvious, right? So it's got to be something that slowly matriculates. This Klaus Klaus Schwab guy has been dealing, doing this crap for, I mean, he's an old man, right? Right. This isn't isn't an overnight thing. This is a gradual thing because you can't make it look obvious. Right. So what do you do? So you have this, all these agendas start popping up, agenda... 21 and vent this and agenda that and world economic forums and new world orders. It's all about having a one world government come together in this overall domination of people. So once you start releasing the vaccines to, you know, 12 and up, what does that do? Well, if these vaccines, because we don't know anything about them, what if that vaccine that you're giving your 12-year-old son and or daughter has something to do with their re- reproductive organs? Excuse me. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw situations where pregnant women, when the vaccine was first kind of rolling out to whoever, pregnant women started to get it. And then what was happening? They were having miscarriages. Why? Why were they having miscarriages? Well, we don't know because we really don't know anything about the vaccines to the point where they got they stopped allowing pregnant women to get the vaccine. Right. Right. So if you want to world uh, vaccinate everybody with this vaccine. So uh, Gates and his wife were doing these humanitarian efforts in uh, Africa with different vaccines, not COVID vaccines necessarily, just vaccines for whatever, whatever kind of 
little uh, situations they had going on in Africa. Oh, we have a vaccine for that. You know, well, the the population in these countries started to, I, I don't want to say drop because it, they weren't vaccinating these people to kill them. They were vaccinating these people to cure them of whatever their situation was, but also halt their reproductive stuff. We see in China, in a country like China, they they halt your production of uh, reproduction period. They stop letting you reproduce kids. Right. You know, I think in China, you're only allowed one child, right? I think in Russia, you're only allowed so much. And then you're, if you're a male, you're highly encouraged to be in the military. Right. And actually, you're, if you're smart, you're, you're better off. You'd be better off being in the military than being just – if you're not a scientist, if you don't have the brain to be a, a doctor or a scientist for the country because you're not a doctor – it's not like being a doctor in America where I'm a doctor, I have a practice, I do my own thing. No, if you're if you're that smart of a person that you're a scientist or a doctor, you're working for the government. Right. And if you're not smart enough to do that, you're working, you're going to be in the military. So in Russia, you better either be smart or handy because if not, you're going to be holding a gun. Right. At any rate, uh, my point is, is I have none. This yeah. is all just crap. Interesting. No. <laughs> It's it's just a gradual effect of so now if you can control men become men back in the early days by eating meat right the toxic right. Max masculinity it's we go to the gym we do what we do we eat meat right you know that's what men do and you want to get rid of that so even people like us we'll be dead soon so it won't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's our sons and our sons' sons, and right. that is going to be the is where the problem lies. And uh, well, and there was a study. Right. There was a study showing the effects of eating soy-based or or obtaining your protein from soy-based, from plant-based, from these different various sources as opposed to, and, and don't get me wrong, there's people out there that lead the vegan life and they're just as healthy looking and whatever. But I'm that's not, a not, small, minute... It's a, it's a very small majority. Of, right. Uh, a majority. It's very small. It's a small majority of everybody. <laughs> Wait, what? It's a small number of people that actually live that lifestyle because if you want to... Um, have any kind of muscle mass if you want to have they're actually showing the studies that ha, soy based products actually lower testosterone levels right so so if you have a lower testosterone especially as a younger person right you have and i I'm mean just talking about in males well okay. and let's let's just put it like this as you're if, if if you're a male listening to this podcast and you're older as you, you remember when you were a younger guy, I'm talking right. to you, when you were younger, you just wanted to be like, oh, 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 oh. you know, you're like a damn rabbit, right? Oh, oh, oh. As you get older. What, you think you think that's changed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you get older, your, your testosterone level, I mean, I, it's probably not so much for us because we go to the gym and we work out because that, it helps increase right. that testosterone. But most 40 plus 50 year old men, don't go to the gym and do all that shit. So they're a little less vibrant and want to. Well, which is why when you reach a certain age, you start looking into things like, um, um, testosterone or right. HGH or whatever the case may be to try and help that. But nonetheless, um, back, uh, I don't remember eighties, eighties, nineties, one of one of the scare tactics that they did. Do you remember this mad cow disease? Right. Mm-hmm. It was a way to scare people off of eating uh, beef. You know, didn't work. I mean, so then they come out with this Beyond Meat and whatever. Because I know your daughter has to eat a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Because, but it's it's different if you have a medical reason that you really can't eat a lot of red meat. That's different. Right. But to put it out there where, what was it, Burger King? They got the Impossible, Impossible uh, Burger. Impossible it's, it's, Burger yeah, it's and it's like more and more commonplace to find restaurants. Yeah, you go. You go. Alternative beef. Right. You go to 
different restaurants. I think Chili's, you know, you're talking about Chili's yep. the other day. And if you get a burger, you could substitute it for turkey or uh, a bean burger or whatever it is. And I'm sure it tastes fine, whatever. Mm. I, they have it to where it, the mm. shit, well, I, I don't know because I would never, mm. I would never say, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Give me a bean mm. burger. You know, I want my shit straight from the cow. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, is they're doing this, the the they in our scenario from the Great Reset, to gain control, to gain population control. It's like I said, it's not going to be overnight. thing. They're going to go through and wipe out 7 billion people, you know, like that. It's not going to happen. But it's they're going to, it's a gradual thing where you where you stop polluting the earth with people right you know once again i just want to point out it's called agenda 2030 for a reason right and you're four years behind right because you know it's time to play catch up yeah and that that's why it seems like everything's moving so fast because like you said they got four years to play catch up and they've got to keep throwing shit at trump because they can't let him back in because that's going to fuck everything up you know, so I don't know, you know, but, you know, we talk about the Guidestones and we talk about the New World Order and we talk about whatever. We talk about uh, the WEF and the NWO and these are terms that you may or may not be familiar with, right? And, and we can even throw out another name, right? So we talk about who? That's right. The fourteen-year-old Florida girl who got shot, wounded. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I always get news alerts. <laughs> well, so I'm going to throw one. Pro- I, I think I know where, you're, where, and who you're going to on this. Okay. So I'm going to throw one more person at you, real quick. Oh, and it's, it's somebody that I'm sure everybody knows, but okay. maybe they don't realize that some of these quotes have been attributed to this guy. But you've heard the name Rockefeller before, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know. John, John D. Rockefeller. John D. Yeah. What's he famous for? Uh, oil. Yeah. Okay, well, there's another Rockefeller here. He's another old guy who strikingly uh, resembles George Soros quite a bit. I just want to say that. Okay. I never realized exactly how uh, similar looking they really are. Uh, I'll show you a picture at the end of the show here, but it, you, you, it's striking. Because when I first pulled it up, I'm like, they got the wrong pick. No, that's him, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Anyways, uh, so I'm just going to give this quote. And this was uh, David Rockefeller speaking at a UN business conference September 14th, 1994. Okay. We are on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis, and the nations will accept the new world order. So this is 26 years ago. Yes. And then we've got, of course it's small. Why is it always small? Damn it. He's talking about his penis, y'all. Fine. I'll pull it up this way then. (laughs) No. This is another quote. And this is from the memoirs of David Rockefeller. uh, From Random House, uh, New York in 2002. Some even believe we are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure. One world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty and I am proud of it. And who was this? That was David Rockefeller also. What does it give a year? 2002. That's from his book, his memoirs. Is that Mr. Burns? That's David Rockefeller. That's just a drawing of him, though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, Rockefeller. So, I'm assuming... um, Big fan. Big fan of uh, what's going on. I wonder if that's the son of John. Uh, I would assume so. I, I think he's actually... Is he still alive? I don't believe so. I believe he has moved on. He's moved on to the Great Reset in the sky. <laughs> uh, yeah, he died in 2017. Yeah. yeah. 
So I wonder who's taking his place. Uh, I would say probably his son, David Rockefeller Jr. Yeah. But he was a American banker who served as the chairman and chief executive officer for Chase Manhattan Corporation. Interesting. Chase. So, um... Mm. There, there's a little fuel for your... Well, it's, it's interesting. Okay, so there was a series on uh, History Channel that was uh, on... I don't know. I think I saw it last year. I know I recorded it and watched it, but it was called uh, The Men Who Built America or something like that. Okay. And a lot of the the premise of the story was pretty much based around three guys. Right. Uh, J.D. Rockefeller, mm-hmm. um, Andrew Carnegie, mm-hmm. and uh, J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Rockefeller, oil, uh, standard oil kerosene lamps blah 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 right uh carnegie steel buildings Mm -hmm. whatever uh i would say the most sinister of those three Mm -hmm. was don quarterman no uh was jp morgan Mm -hmm. so his dad was i don't know i can't morgan whatever Mm -hmm. but he was a banker and back then, so you're talking the late 1800s. So this was after the Civil War and everything. Um, his dad was a was somebody. It wasn't like J.P. Morgan was a made was self-made man. He was he was born that way. Right. At least if you want to say anything about Rockefeller and Carnegie, they kind of made themselves. J.P. Morgan was brought in. Yeah, he was Silver Spoon. Right. He was the Ricky Schroeder of his days. <laughs> Shout out to <for> Richard. <laughs> but uh but his dad was very loyal to England. Right. Uh mm-hmm. did a lot of banking with England. He he was more loyal. He Morgan's dad could give give a shit about America. Right. Right. JP Morgan, I like I would assume the way the way the story's told on the History Channel was uh Morgan's dad would have rather this country been gone back to English, England, English control. right? English control than than uh, America be America because you know America was still. I mean, it wasn't a young country; it was a hundred years old or so at this point. But right. relatively speaking, young. At any rate, J.P. Morgan financed a lot of of stuff to the point where he financed Edison. Right, Edison had a. I'm sure you know this. I'm not, I'm sure I'm speaking to the choir, but Edison had a a an apprentice that worked with him mm-hmm. by the name of Nikolai Tesla mm-hmm. who had all these great ideas and great inventions and uh Edison was like whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and he left. He quit uh the Edison Corporation and do you know who started funding Nikolai Tesla? That would be uh, Mr. Westinghouse. Yes, George Westinghouse. And, um, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, the point being is uh, J.P. Morgan was extremely rich to the point where, do you know who he bought out? I think he bought out Carnegie, did not he? He bought out Carnegie, mm-hmm. uh, which in turn made Carnegie the richest man in the world. Right. Like, so you have so much money, you bought out somebody and made them the most... <laughs> Well, richest man in the world. <laughs> yeah, but he was the richest pa- on paper. On paper, yeah. Right. Like here's, I but don't remember what it was, two hundred something. And back then, it was only right. only two hundred something million dollars. But right. I guess the equivalent to uh, a couple billions. Of billions yeah. Right. So on paper, he was the richest man. But when you talk about just uh, like industrial power, right. or you know. What we would consider to be power, you know, right. we, we some people think money is power. Well, right. In in your turn, it it made him. In the long run, it was going to make him a lot richer. Right. Right. Yeah, in the long run, to the point where Carnegie, what do you, what does anybody know anything about Carnegie? It's like there's still Carnegie banks and Carnegie Steel and Carnegie this right. and Carnegie that. You've heard of Carnegie Hall, okay? That's because he. When he died, he gave a well. Before he died, when J.P. Morgan said, "Here, you're rich," he basically became a philanthropist and gave money away like it was, you know, whatever. Carnegie Hall is a 
is a dan- is a I don't want to say studio, but it's like a uh, performing arts place, whatever. He donated. Da, 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 da. Anyway, you still hear the name Morgan, right? J.P. Morgan's been dead forever, right? <laughs> Morgan Chase, right? You know, Morgan Stanley. I mean, that name is still synonymous today. That's how powerful this guy was 150 years ago. Even Rockefeller to the point where uh, he had Standard Oil. Uh, he, uh, it was a monopoly, you know. Right. Anyway, so here's another name that, you know, a lot of times you'll, people can, we can sit here and say the name uh, George Soros, and a lot of people will know who that is. They do and they don't. Right. But to the point where, for whatever reason, I've literally watched, I, I've watched a show on Fox that was on just a few minutes ago, outnumbered. And I can't recall who the guest was they had on, but this person started talking about it George. Was Newt, it was Newt, Gring, well, Gring, uh, Newt Gingrich. And then they kind of like cut him off, well, right? Well, it was uh, Faulkner. Yeah. She was on there, and all of a sudden she was like, uh, we, we got we to, gotta, and they cut the feed right. to, to Newt while he was right in the middle of right. uh, saying whatever he was saying, but right. he, he it, mentioned the name. Right, it's the name that shall not be mentioned, right. and it's, and it, it must be an inside joke on Fox to the point where you'll on other shows on Fox like Tucker and whatnot, you'll have people and it's like, well, I'm going to say the name that shall not be mentioned and they'll go into whatever. So there, there are people on Fox that will talk about him because they're not afraid of him for, you know, whatever there is to be afraid of. I don't know. But here's another name that is a name that people are going to know. I'm going to say the name. Because and heard the name, and you're gonna know who I'm talking about, but nobody knows who I'm talking about, you know. So I'm gonna say it, and right. his name is Chris Kyle. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Rothschilds, and it's not a one person. It's not Bob no, Rothschilds. It's, it's a family. The right. name Rothschilds. People know when you say Rothschild, you know. Okay, yeah, I've heard of them, right? You've heard of the Rothschilds. Yes. What do you know of the Rothschilds? Uh, Money, very, very rich. Okay, so would I would you know that if I told you this, what makes the Rothschilds rich? I mean, what do you do to become rich like that? I would say that they're probably in control of the World Bank. They are in control of every bank in the world, hmm. including, including. So when I say every bank in the world, you think. Uh, Let's just we'll just dumb it down to America. When I say banks, Bank of America, they, right? You think so? You've got. Well, I, I have to look it up real quick. There's four. There's four banks in. There's four main banks in America. Okay. I mean, obviously, there's more, right. but you Bank of America, mm-hmm. Chase, mm-hmm. Uh, First Bank of Polk County. No. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to look them up real quick. There's four banks. Right. There's those two. I don't know if Wells Fargo is one of the four. Um, and there's another one. But anyway, uh, that's that's not important. Right. What is what is the one thing that people know this when I say it? I'm going to say it. But uh, do you, you think of them as being not a private entity. You think of it being a government entity. What, a bank? A banking type situation. It's on your dollar bill. Pull out a dollar bill. What does it say on the dollar bill? I don't have. Do you have any bill. cash on you, poor ass motherfucker? Because I don't have any cash. I am a poor ass motherfucker. <laughs> yes, I have a couple of doubloons. I have a couple here. Yeah, let me you want. let me hold one. <laughs> Wait, this sounds like a trick. <laughs> ah, I'll give it back. <laughs> it I promise. Like uh, oh, of course, uh, you just give me the dollar, <laughs> cheap son of a bitch. Okay, so what does it say right here? Uh, United States of America, uh, Federal Reserve note. That's the key. That says Federal, Federal Reserve, Reserve note. note. So you take this dollar bill, mm-hmm. right, and you say this is government property, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a Federal Reserve note, mm-hmm. right? This is given to me by the Federal Reserve. Why does it? Why does it got a pubic hair? <laughs> don't you worry about that. What is? I don't want to tell you how I got that dollar, <laughs> but okay. So hold on before I give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Federal Reserve note, as far as you're concerned, this was issued to you by the government because you worked, you busted your ass, you went to the bank, you got a dollar. I danced hard for that dollar. I mean, I worked hard for that dollar. So, um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> That's yours. I forgot. Anyway, so Federal Reserve note, right? Okay. So who runs the Federal Reserve? Uh, government, right? Government. Right. Government. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Department of Treasury. Wrong. Hmm? No. Uh, would you Would you want to know that uh, the uh, the Federal Reserve true history ownership and purpose will be shaken to your core? So. The uh, Federal Reserve is ran, was created and funded by the Rothschilds family. <laughs> today, <laughs> today, the Federal Reserve Bank, that is uh, so prevalent on your dollar bill there, is still owned and controlled by the Rothschild family. And you and I, and everyone else listening to this, pay, <laughs> what do you pay? You and I are forced to pay taxes to them every time you get a paycheck. What? That's bullshit. Well, what is this? What is it on your paycheck? What is the your uh, your you pay income tax, right? Then you pay the uh, what's it? The FICA, or whatever. Right. Who's FICA? Yeah, FICA. It's Federal Reserve, right? Hmm. You pay a tax, so that's the the Rothschilds don't do a whole hell of a lot of anything. They just get paid to be the Rothschilds because they own the Federal Reserve. Hmm. Okay? Right. So that's all fine and dandy. That's not, but whatever. It's, not, it's really not. <laughs> so the Federal Reserve Bank was – so uh, who was it? Andrew Jackson back in the 17-whatever, 80s, mm-hmm. uh, got rid of – like the Federal Reserve has been around. It's not – It's not like it's – It's not like Bob Roth – I don't even know anyone's name. It, so we're just going to say Bob Rothschild. It's not like he's – Sitting there at the bank, he's like, I own this bitch. Mm. It's been around since the 1700s. They were part of the revolution. Mm. <laughs> Not just part of the revolution. They uh... they funded the revolution. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of the story of the revolution as we know it, right? Mm-hmm. The, the common story of the revolution goes as what? So in 1773, 4, somewhere around there, People were getting pissed off and tired of having to pay taxes to the gov- to you know to the king, to the king mm-hmm. you know, and this is bullshit. You know why can't we become our own country? And they started getting riled up. Well, who do you think was riling them up? Mm-hmm. So we were the the story as we know it is you had a bunch of you know colonists that happened to have guns because they hunted for their uh, you know for their food and whatever because right. like you had a grocery store that you went to and got your meat you went and hunted it you right. know uh, they just gathered up arms and took on the 3%, you know, the the term 3%ers comes from 3% of the country, which was a lot smaller back then, gathered up arms to take on the the world's most powerful army. Right. This isn't like it was a gang fight. Right. Right? It's not like you had a couple of guys fighting another couple of guys. 3% of our country back in 1775, which was probably only... A couple of thousand people, or I say a couple of thousand, it's probably 20, 30,000, but it wasn't like it was a, a shit ton of people, right. took up arms against the world, at the time, the world's most powerful army, Right. period. Right. How did that happen? Okay, so that's like me and you, you know, if we had guns, you know, we gathered up our arms to take on, you know, and people, people like us. <laughs> Quit, quit looking around the room. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but people like us right. gathered up arms to take on America, the world's most powerful armor, take on China or take on Russia. Right. We're not going to be able to do that. It sounds good in theory. And I'm not saying it couldn't happen. If there's 30 million of us that own firearms and have ammo. Right. It, I'm not saying it can't happen. But what I'm saying is, how did that happen? Well, it's because they were financed. The guns were b- bought and sold and brought to these people. They knew who to involve. They knew they needed to get a hold of Paul Revere, and they knew they had to get a hold of uh, Cage, and they knew they had to get a... You know, they, they knew the players in the game, and they financed it. They right. didn't just throw money at them. They gave them the, what they needed to do what they had to do. Right. I, we're at two hours. I mean... <laughs> I I really I really <laughs> got a lot to say, but it's it's interesting because 
they control the banks in Amer- in the world. So you talked about this. They control the Bank of England. They control the Federal Reserve. They control. Right. It's it's interesting how one family. Could you imagine being born a Rothschild? Well, yeah, no doubt. I mean, forget about fuck Bill Gates. But you know, it's it's funny because you hear, oh, who's the world's most richest man? Oh, Jeff Bezos. Oh, it's Bill Gates. Oh, it's the Walton family. Oh, yeah. it's this person. No. no, it's these people because right. they're rich beyond all. They they've got money. They've they've got money in your wallet. Their money is in your hey. wallet. <laughs> you think that's your money? No. Hey. Exactly. Well, and a, a little bit of little bit of brief history because we could literally sit here and talk an hour about this, but just we'll go over a, a broad spectrum of history. Okay, so they financed the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Okay. They financed my car. No. Mm. <laughs> they. They finance, you know who they financed and currently finance? The Catholic Church. Now you say Catholic Church. I'm not talking about the church that's on the corner. I'm talking about the Vatican. Right. Right. They finance the Federal Reserve. They finance the Bank of England. Okay, so back up to Catholic Church. Like I said, I'm talking about the Catholic Church in your neighborhood. I'm talking about the Vatican. The Vatican is one of the richest plots of land in the world they finance that they finance like i said federal reserve so if if america is the world's richest country and they finance the money that's in your wallet what does that make them they finance the bank of england well the bank of england is ran by the richest family in the world, which is the king, or I guess he's dead, the queen of England, right? Mm-hmm. And Prince Charles and all the other little motherfuckers that are running around. If they're the richest family, and they and they are in England, and the bank of fucking England ran by the Rothschilds, you, you yeah, whatever. You're kind of rich, but we own you, right? Let's bring it to 1940. You know who else they financed? They financed the Nazis. Now, it wasn't so bold that they said, Hitler, how much you need? We got you. So, the, you know, you were telling me about this, and the funny thing about that is, is the Rothschilds are what? What? Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. And they're well, financing... Because it's, it's not about your religion. They finance Catholics. They finance... Yeah, but I'm not even just talking about it's about well, your because you're You're financing the, a group of people that are trying to exterminate but, your heritage. But here's, and you. here's why. Even back in 1940, 1930, 1940, when this... Because Hitler's been around... This, <laughs> 1940, when what we know of this was the second go-around of Hitler. It wasn't yeah, yeah. like he just popped up. This was his second go-around right. at it. That's, that's World War II, right? Um. And the funny thing is, okay, so <laughs> we talk about the Guidestones. We talk about 500 million people. We talk about world population depopulation. Well, I don't, I, without looking it up real quick, I don't know what the population of the world was in 1940, but they could see where it was going. You could look at trends and say, okay, well. Kind of like how we look at it now. Right. If, if we, we continue with a certain trend, we're going to be. Yeah, well, I'm surprised. I was surprised when I looked it up and saw it was 7.8 billion. Right. I remember forever. It seemed like it was four billion, oh. and a billion of that was in China. It was like shit. Well, we've doubled, almost doubled that. Right. You know. So who's to say in another however many years we don't double that at the rate we're going? Right. So I'm sure they thought of population control back then. Right. So it's kind of like, well, fuck it. If he wants to get rid of some of the Jewish people, he ain't getting rid of us. So whatever. That's that's a them problem, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. You're Jewish. You should have, you should want to not do that. So, it's not necessarily that they financed the Nazis. It's not like he said, "How many tanks you need? We got you." Yeah. It wasn't that extract. <laughs> it wasn't walk into the office. And yeah, it wasn't along. like Hitler was like, "Look, <laughs> I need some tanks." <laughs> How many you need? We're gonna have to run a credit check. Let me talk with my man. <laughs> He's in the back. I can't just rubber stamp this. It wasn't like that. Right. But I will say this. Do you know who IBM is? Oh uh, yes. International Business Machines, right? right? So when I say IBM to you, you think of what? The computers. Computers, right? right. Mm-hmm. So IBM's t- nowadays, yes, computers, right? Mm-hmm. But back then we didn't have computers mm-hmm. but we had typewriters and we had right. time clocks and we had stuff like that well a lot of that was built by ibm hmm. 
okay? International business machines. It's not ICM, international computer machines or whatever. It was business machines. So they, back in the day, you had like the adding machines, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And then you had typewriters and you had punch clocks and whatever. So IBM supplied what to the Nazis? Time clocks, essentially, for the Jewish people to... Punch in, punch, punch in. Well, who financed IBM was the Rothschilds. Hmm. So, in a roundabout way, they helped finance uh, the Germans. Hmm. So, uh, Second World War used a uh, form of controversy between fascism. I mean, it's kind of like they're the they're the they're the person over there poking both sides with a stick. Uh, with a stick, try and get so, everyone to fight. They they were World Star before World Star was World Star. <laughs> <laughs> So they're almost like you could equate them to the uh, the little bratty kid that's pulling the wings off of off of flies, or that's okay. For instance, I, and this is a very good analogy because you posted this on Facebook. Okay, it was the jar of ants. Right. Do you remember the red? Right. Yeah, red. red ants, yeah, red ants, black ants, black and they, ants. they live perfectly they fine until someone comes and shakes the jar. Shakes the jar. The Rothschilds are, are, are shaking the jar. the jar. Yeah. Yeah. We're just the we're just a jar of ants. White, black, brown, whatever, living fine, and and it it's kind of true. It's every day the jar gets shook. Right now, I don't know what goofy mother motherfucking up here is trying to say. He's saying something about vaccine and not partisan. Vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> vaccinated dude. Can you see it? In yeah, his face when he says it? he's dead set on that damn teleprompter. But anyway, <laughs> he's 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 grabbing the jar right now. He's about to shake it. Right. We're getting the jars getting shook every day. And in the meantime, so we've, what? Yeah. That number can't be right. Anyway, what were you saying about uh, Mr. Burns, the Simpsons? So, so funny, funny little fact here. Eli, who was one of the Rothschilds, okay. Eli Rothschild, I could only imagine was the inspiration for the Simpsons, Mr. Burns. Right. Because if you take a look at the picture of said Eli Rothschild, he very closely resembles Mr. Burns. So, it, yes, excellent. Look, look it up. Well, almost like he sat for the portrait. Like they took the portrait and, and uh, Matt Groening was like, yeah, that's that's exactly. To the point where that's that's his character. His character is like that. Right. So I, you know, look look it up, look it up, look up the picture. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, I, I know. I mean, I know you're telling them that you guys look it up. <laughs> you guys look it up. Look up a picture. Well, you know, just and it's interesting because you obviously, you'll know what I'm talking about. I've watched The Simpsons. I haven't watched them mm-hmm. in forever, mm-hmm. but you remember the episode where where they were all all the people of Springfield. So you had like Homer and. Whoever I don't know all the characters, mm-hmm. but all the all the main players. Let's just say that, okay. and they're all in the what I don't I don't know what they called it in the Simpsons, but basically they were hinting around to the uh, Freemasonry and or Illuminati type thing, and it's kind of like they had a whole song, and it's like who talk about how they they control everything they control the outcome of the Oscars and the Grammys and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all controlled by these guys mm-hmm. sitting in a room. And then you have Mr. Burns was kind of the head of it. And he looks like uh, Eli, Eli Roth- Rothschild. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's all a big thing. It goes back to, and a lot of this stuff starts back in the, in the mid 1700s over in Europe with the Freemasons that kind of comes over to the United States. But what else started in that in that same time frame was Illuminati, right? Right. So fortunately, this is being recorded, so we won't hear any knocks at the door unless they're listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you had that, that uh, picture. Oh, the map. Right, the map. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, like a timeline, right, of different events of right. whatever happened and how... When those things happen, we'll, we'll post it on, on our Facebook page, uh, coincide with other great events of things happening. Right. And it's very interesting because 
you you might see a uh, Tom Hanks. What was that? Uh, Angels and demons. And then the, the, what was the, the other Dan one? Brown. Um, uh, the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code, right? Yeah. So those all kind of go in, and you said the author's name, Dan Brown. Right. Yeah, it's not wrong, but it's so much more. This this stuff. It's and to think that one family controls a lot of it. Right. Well, in the early 1900s, you had uh, the Federal Reserve Act was created by Charles Lindbergh, oddly enough, mm-hmm. uh, passing it in uh, Dece- on December 23rd. The act established the most gigantic trust on earth, and the president signed it into bill. So it was basically what, what started your, your money, you know, as we know it today. So <laughs> it was interesting. I was reading this article. So do you know who sat on the board of uh, the Council of Foreign Relations and who in turn ended up becoming um, part of the Federal Reserve and whatnot. This was a name that popped up and it caught me immediately. Mm-hmm. So his name is uh, Jacob Schiff. <laughs> that wouldn't be uh, any relation to one uh, Adam. Well, oddly enough, I, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny that because I looked I looked and and I I, and I'm really we're getting to a point where we're past two hours so we're gonna end it here okay I'm not ending it right now okay see ya see you guys (laughs) you're on your own (laughs) no but I'm gonna I'm gonna say this about that I looked I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked I'm gonna say this the names are spelled exactly the same Mm -hmm. they are both Jewish Schiff. Both it's, pencil neck, both beady, yeah, um, bulging eyes. Oh, you know, not for not for nothing, and and it's it, it's hard to without being a genealogist and being able to have blood work from all these people. I I'm never gonna know because I can wicked I can look shit up all day long. If they don't want don't want me to know, they're not gonna let me know. I'm gonna say this about that. Okay, you know my last name. People out there that know me know my last name. Mm-hmm. I am a shift. No. Uh, <laughs> if you ever found anybody with the same last name as me, I guarantee you they're related all, to me right. somehow. Because right. I know the story of my family, how we got to this country to take over the world. No. Uh, so just a quick overview. My family came over in the uh, late 1700s, early 1800s. Uh, on a boat into South Carolina, yada, yada, yada. I know the bre- the basic history. My grandfather uh, only has a sister, right? But my great-grandfather had two, two or three brothers, so on and so forth. So I don't know how the branch, how the trees break down and all the arms go this way and that way, but I'm just saying my last name is very unique to the point that if you ever met somebody with the same exact last name as me, not a kind of the same name, but the exact same spelling, I guarantee you we're related. They're probably a fifth cousin of mine somewhere down the line. It's there's just how it is. And the same thing with his name. There's no mistaking the spelling of his name that this Jacob Schiff is got to be related to him. It's got to be. And then this person talking about um damn what's his name? Whoa. Schiff, what's his name? Adam Schiff. Adam, there you go. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I think he's asleep over there. I'm boring him. Wake up. No. Mm. But uh he's, I'm sorry. Are you trying to look it up? Yes. I'm telling you you're not going to find it, dude. Trust me. I spent 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> I went through I found ancestry. I looked at brothers, I looked at mothers, I looked at who the grandmother was and who the grandfather was. I'm telling you, you cannot find any connection. But I'm I'm just saying. At any rate, this guy runs the freaking uh Adam Schiff, you know, he's on the board of uh shit, what's he on? He's on the Intelligence, the intelligence committee, committee and shit like that. Right. I'm just saying, I think we can get more into the Rothschilds on the next show, unless you're finding anything. 
Well, <clears throat> I tell you what, I've got something here. Okay. If I'm you gonna, got something, let's talk about it. I, no, well, I'm gonna. I'm, I've got to research through it. Okay, I've, so let's just give him a tease because I can read some more on this stuff and okay, we can well, talk about it on the next show. So you're talking about Jacob Henry Schiff, right? Uh, and his father was Moses Schiff. Okay, and he was a broker for the Rothschilds. Right. So we can start kind of seeing how the lineage, right, kind of runs, right? So. Yeah, and I'll it, say it, it kind of starts going down. So apparently, you know, this uh, this Jacob Schiff had a son, Erwin uh, Allen Schiff. He was an American libertarian and a tax resistance advocate. Uh, so we're I'm, I'm just trying to go down through the lineage here and see. If, uh, let's see the old recordings predicting what was happening today. You know, it's it's looking more and more like this is part of his family. So yeah, I mean, if it, without without Wikipedia or whatever you're finding coming out and telling you exactly, yes, he is the great great grandfather or well, uncle or whatever. Well, I will say this: it looks like most of that family had something to do with with banking and politics. Okay, uh, so taxes. Let, me, let me ask you this. Right. Where was Jacob Schiff born? Uh, it says Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. Okay, where was his son born? Can you find that in somewhat of a fashion? <sighs> well, it would be here. Well, it would be here, but you know where. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm, born in New Haven, Connecticut. New Haven, Connecticut. Okay, so we're 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 getting close because Adam Schiff was born in Massachusetts, right? So yeah, Adam Schiff, he's a senator for uh, right senator, yeah, U.S. representative, Democratic. So California. So a lot of people sit there and say, well, Adam Schiff's from California. No, Adam Schiff's actually from Massachusetts, and a lot of his his uh, his political career started in Massachusetts. So. We'll we'll do some more. How about let's just get to this point. We'll go ahead and close out the show. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We'll we'll actually get into. We'll do some more research because uh, little uh, on a on a side note, we probably won't do. Well, we'll do the show before Wednesday. Well, I might not post it till Wednesday, Tuesday night, whatever, because I got uh, treatment next uh, next Wednesday. He's not listening to me. I'm I, shocking, I surprising him. This we'll probably <laughs> do the show Monday, and I'll put it out Tuesday or Wednesday unless something happens. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll do our homework, and we'll read more up on this. And you guys, we encourage you to do the same. I'm telling you right now. What we're talking about in this show is how certain a lot, families, certain families, a handful of families rule the world. It's not an American thing. And, and it's been They a, might be Americans. Some well, of them might be Americans, but it's not born and bred here but you you've probably heard that as a theory or as a myth or well because you know, there's, there's the great, only a couple the, of the big families that rule the entire world and everybody laughs and, oh yeah, yeah whatever sure right conspiracy guy but we've said it before about you just look at the politics right now and we say it's six degrees of separation right because this person's married to that person is knows this person was roommates with this person is that person's brother. Right. It all circles back around to the same people or in the same circles. Well, yeah, to the point where this article that I have here, even John D. Rockefeller's name pops up in there. Right. <laughs> Shocking. You know, so you see the, the series on history channel about Rockefeller and Morgan and, and, uh, shit, uh, Carnegie. Carnegie. God, why can't I ever... Poor Carnegie gets left out of everything. <laughs> but... I got a hole. That's all I got left. <laughs> but, but my point is, is these guys build America, but who made them? Right. Rothschild's like... Yeah. But to to their credit, I guess, if you want to give them any credit, is they're not claim they're not trying to be, hey, what about us? Where's our name in all of this? Because they're so rich, they don't give a shit. Because they're so rich... They're one of the people that we talk about that they're so rich they don't care. They know that they know that what they know, and they don't care that you know that they know you know that they don't know, and just know that that dollar bill you got in your wallet's really ours. Right. You know, sugar water. Right. Thanks for holding it for us. Your your entire country 
runs off of off of us. Right. And if we close the doors, what are you going to do about it? Right. Not a damn thing. Right. So we'll do some more homework, and we'll we'll the next show. How about we do this? The next show, barring anything. All right, so that was the um, about the hour of that show, and that show was titled um, "The Rothschilds, NWO, and Patriots." And like I said, I part one that, and I uh, never really got back to doing part two. So, as the like I said I, in the last show we did um, that I did, I started to to get into this again, and I really wanted to listen to this episode. And uh, see kind of where I left off because I said it was, you know, four or five months ago. So there's that. If you guys can listen to that, I'm getting some more research together to finish this and part to it, you know, four months later. Sorry about that. But um, as I was doing the last show and then listening to this show, it really sparked my interest again to see how things are kind of formulating. But anyway... Um, I want to get to our last sponsor, and that's our legendary sponsor, SmoothMyBalls.com backslash DTOM. Check them out for 20% off on razors and razor accessories. Give them a look, and uh, like I said, make sure you use that code. It'll be at the bottom of the podcast uh, app also. And if for whatever reason you want to listen to this whole particular episode, like I said, you're not going to find it on Apple. So if you have one of the other podcast apps, it is the Rothschilds, NWA, and Patriots, uh, episode 37. Check that out if you want to listen to the whole thing. And it is quite an interesting listen. It is, like I said, it is about two, a little more than two hours. So, it, it But uh, trust me, it's, it's action-packed. All right, guys. Uh, just please make sure you go to our website. That is don'ttreadonamerica.com. Pretty simple. Just like naming the show, right? And on that... Uh, website you can access all of our uh, social media links facebook twitter instagram youtube um you can click on any of those if you want to see some of the stuff i put up on there i do different um memes different uh pictures and whatnot so if you go there and check them out check those uh, social media links out and uh give us a follow give us a liking and uh for that, I will talk to you guys either tomorrow or Sunday. We'll have to see if I can get the information all together. Uh, but please, guys, if you are listening to this on Apple, please give us a good rating. Give me a five-star if you could, please. That helps me out a lot. If you want to leave a physical writing uh, you know, uh, review, that's great. If not, just at least give me the five-star and hook me up with that. And I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day.